0: This is TJ Talks. Listen at your own risk. Okay, welcome to TJ Talks. We're here, Uh, just finished a full day of Disney in California. I'm Judd, and uh, with me live is...
1: I'm Teresa. Yeah. And, As usual. <laughs>
0: what a fantastic day we had. We were at, at Disney in California. At Land.
1: California Adventure. What, what a fantastic
0: time. I had never been to California Adventure, and it was a very exciting day for me. And uh, So what we're going to do today, we're going to talk a little bit about Disney which we've said in various podcasts that it's on the radar of topics.
1: You bet. Like Apple products, Disney, and Starbucks. Those sure. are like our three mainstays. Right,
0: which we're doing all three today because <laughs> I have with me a, a, a peppermint mocha, which is now in season.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're drinking Starbucks as we're driving home from Disneyland, and we're podcasting. So, yeah, it's a good day, don't you think?
0: Uh, absolutely. So, what we thought was maybe do a little bit of comparison... Between East Coast, West Coast,
1: Disney. Disney. Yeah. And then maybe we should talk a little bit about our hist- history and memories of Disney and Disneyland. How, yeah. You know, what, what those things used to be like versus what they are today.
0: Absolutely. And it had been a while since I had been to Disneyland here in California. I haven't been here probably since 10, at least 10 years before the California Park opened.
1: Wow, Okay. The, the
0: California Adventure Park. So it's been a long time. And, I mean, I've been on a, a number of the rides at, uh, at Disneyland, and I, I'm tempted to call it Magic Kingdom now. In fact, we heard somebody at the park call it Magic Kingdom. we
1: can call it Magic Kingdom, too. I mean, this is Disneyland, and you are from the Disney World side of the country. Yeah. So those are the, the distinctions, I think, land well, versus world. But I think they're both Magic Kingdoms, aren't they?
0: Well, the, the actual, like, when people say Disneyland... They would just assume it was the Disneyland theme park, not
1: the Epcot part, not the other part. Are you well, talking about Florida?
0: No, here oh. they, we would just call it Disneyland. Right. And then when they built two parks, now the whole everything is Disneyland in some people's mind. Like in Florida, all the theme parks together make Disney World.
1: Okay, so I think how they distinguish that here is that they call it the Disneyland Resort. And that encompasses both parks. Right. But then, and then Disney World encompasses all seven parks. How many parks are there? Four.
0: Four. And then, of course, all of their other attractions that are part of the resort right, system.
1: Right. Yeah. The water parks and all that, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So they call it Magic Kingdom out in Florida. So
1: the, the obvious differences, right? Like, our castle is smaller out here in California than your castle.
0: Yeah. It's, it's substantially smaller, really. It's amazing when you're... Like, because I went there for Halloween, we went and did the, um, the, the not-so-scary Halloween party, which I have to say was a fun time. Got dressed up, and but they put stuff all over the castle. It's just really
1: grand. And it's Halloween-themed castle. Oh, yeah. And then they'll change it for Christmas.
0: Absolutely. Okay,
1: so they've probably made that change. That's a lot. I don't know that our castle gets halloween very much here so but they do that Halloween event in the evenings here
0: yeah well actually I think that it's a lot of lights and things
1: right mostly. right right yeah then that's true then yeah. they do that here yes
0: fireworks are a big deal in Florida
1: big deal here too yeah. yeah they're always every summer they have a new show that they're yeah they've done the fireworks too I always love that I don't know what it is about fireworks but I just can't get enough of them I just love them mm-hmm.
0: yeah that's uh I think it's part of the magic of what you expect. There's the castle and fireworks behind the castle. and
1: Yes, right. And it's, yeah, it's expected that if you can come to Disneyland and stay for the evening, then you have to come see the fireworks. And so from where you are, well, I know you don't live in Orlando, but right. living in Southern California here, obviously if you're driving in the vicinity of Disneyland, you can see, like you can drive up the 57 um. freeway like we're on right now. You can see the fireworks. Right from the freeway, which is always kind of a nice thing. Is there a, a range that you can drive to where where those parks are that you can see them from the freeway? You
0: not really. No, not the same. No, especially not Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom fireworks. The old, well, you could see them if you go to one of the resort hotels mm-hmm. around the Seven Seas Lagoon. Gotcha. As they call it. Right. <laughs> um, so and there's some great resorts, and you can go there and have like dinner or a drink at one of those r- resort hotels beautiful time
1: i think in general your east coast parks are are probably the better vacation destination if you're interested in theme parks and resorts because that's what that whole area is and then of course you don't only have disney you've got universal you've got it all right there SeaWorld.
0: oh yeah, yeah. whereas
1: we have those things here but they're very spread out and so for destination travel la is what it is but L.A. isn't where Disneyland is. Disneyland is, you know, 30 miles south in Anaheim. And, oh, right. you know, Universal is in Hollywood, which is, you know, 50 miles from Disneyland. San Diego is another hour and a half down the freeway. So it's not like we're as all-inclusive as Orlando is. So someone vacationing out here in the West would probably find that a detraction or, you know, a negative about coming this far.
0: Yeah. Uh, I will say that Being from here and growing up in Southern California. And I know I went to Disneyland every, at least once a year growing up. Yep. It was an annual event. And it was a big deal. And I think that the fact that we didn't go all the time, but once a year, made it more special because it was like, this is Disney. You know, it's that once, like the birthday. It was like
1: the night before, right? It was always
0: exciting. Yes. And, And I will tell you that getting ready to go here to Disney this time, I had you know, uh, all this excitement (laughs) of the the same like, Oh my God, I'm going to to Disneyland that I had as a kid. (laughs) It was so exciting. This, this thrill of going to Disneyland.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. And I know so many people who work for Disney.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, at the parks or the studios or whatever. And, and of course they're sort of over it. Like they don't get that magic. But I certainly still do. It just It's never too much for me. I love it. I, even now that I get to go more often, right. its it doesn't lose the magic for me. I really still like it.
0: So, see, now, I have an annual pass for the Orlando Resorts, mm-hmm. and it's the, the best pass you can get for there. Um,
1: all parks, all the time?
0: All the parks, all the time. No blackouts? No blackouts.
1: Wow, that's and, nice. And
0: the water parks, and Disney Quest, oh, and golfing. And um good deal. Yeah, and you get discounts on some uh, right, items right? there. So it's a it's a great deal if you like Disney and I love it. But I don't I, I can say that I have not had the same sort of anticipation of excitement that I did going today to, to Disney. Well
1: that's because you were going with me and Heidi.
0: well that could be too. We, <laughs> you we, know you had
1: good company. I had a great company. <laughs> but
0: but you know, it, it brings back all these great memories because when I go to Disney in Florida, I know all of those parks backwards and forwards. If we're somewhere and we take, a, you know, another group of people, relatives, friends, and we're somewhere, I can go. Okay, the bathroom's over here, and the food's over here. Well, there is a and- theme
1: park strategy that you need to have, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, nothing makes me more—I don't know, even on edge—to go somewhere and not have know how to get around. A the quickest. Be the most efficient. See with the less travel or steps necessary. Yeah. If I go to a theme park that I don't know, I I don't like that part of not knowing where I am.
0: Yeah. And so because I have this map of every theme park in Orlando in in my brain, and it's been 10 years since I've been here, and this park is embedded in me in a certain way, Mm -hmm. that it was the crossover effect of the two parks that i had to reconcile right so today one of the first places when we went into disneyland uh magic kingdom that we did was we went over into Adventureland, and in florida it's a little bit more open and you when you walk in the first thing that you find is uh it's where you get your dole whip if you're, you know that, I didn't know that
1: was such a big deal. The, yeah, today. I guess it is. It's a big deal. The
0: Dole Whip, and then uh, the Robinson Treehouse is over there. Swiss Family Robinson right. Treehouse. So that's a big deal. And uh, and then as you continue to go, there's you know the Aladdin's Magic Carpet Ride, and then the Jungle Book Ride, and Then you go on, and it's uh,
1: Jungle Book or the Jungle
0: Cruise. you're right, Jungle Cruise. Okay, good. Jungle Cruise. You're right. Yeah. And then Pirates of the Caribbean. That's and it's not New Orleans Square.
1: Oh, it's different. Where? Oh, yeah. There's
0: no New Orleans Square. So here in California, you walk in, and the first thing is uh, the Jungle Cruise Mm -hmm. right there. And I forgot that that it was like right there when you walk into Adventureland. Right. And it seemed more like everything was closer, quicker. As soon as you made your turn into that land,
1: <laughs> you were the, already at an attraction. You,
0: you were right there. Okay. So we were right there. Um, in, and we were talking about in Adventure Land. Right. Okay. So, yeah, and so there's definitely that big difference between the fact that the rides are different. Indiana Jones is exclusive. To Disneyland, California.
1: Well, that's a bonus for us, then. We beat you on that.
0: Absolutely. But you
1: have Everest, which is a really great ride.
0: But, you know, here's the thing. You go to one park, and you have all of these different adventures in the one park. In Florida, you'll have to go to four parks... ...to get the same stuff that you pretty much get in one or maybe two between California Adventure. It... So, but... Uh, Unfortunately, today, we did not get to go on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. I was so sadly disappointed. Yeah, was well,
1: the attraction closed. Yeah. The moose at the front should have told you. Remember that line from vacation? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, people. The park's closed. The moose at the front should have told you. Um, yeah, the, your... Your Pirates of the Caribbean has the Johnny Depp add-ins now, too, right? Yes. Okay.
0: I'll tell you what. The Johnny Depp add-ins are excellent. They're great. I do not feel betrayed by those add-ins to Pirates.
1: Not in the least. Yeah. I think that whole franchise is great. Uh, What did I hear? They're making a Matterhorn movie that they want to make a series of movies about, like they did with the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. Really? So, I'm curious how that's going to work out, because, you know, they tried that Haunted House or Haunted Mansion movie with Eddie Murphy. And I think it was cursed because it was Eddie Murphy more than anything else. Because he just can't seem to make a decent movie these days. But
0: You know what I think was the thing with that movie? Is they made a comedy out of something that didn't need to be a comedy.
1: Well, they could have made it, especially with the serious... Well, not seriousness of the Pirates movies, but there's a dramatic element to them. There's a comedy element to them. There's a suspense thriller, excitement adventure part. They could have done that with Haunted Mansion somehow, but they made it try to be it's some sort of slapstick family comedy thing, right? Right, yeah. right.
0: See, there's humor of the situation, and then there's the idea of the whole thing just to be a, a, a spoof joke. Right. Kind of like the movie Enchanted is, a, it's kind of a... Disney kind of self-deprecating its uh, own business deal.
1: With the princesses, with the, right? The, yes. Exactly.
0: And so that's kind of what I saw was...
1: And they should have done something like that with Haunted Mansion. They might have made it better. Hopefully they... Well, obviously they learned something from that debacle because they made the Pirates movies that much more entertaining. And maybe this uh, Matterhorn movie will be <coughs> excuse equally as entertaining.
0: Well, it should be Adventure.
1: Right. I don't know who's slated to star in it. I'm not sure... Uh, but I think that, that sounds like a good premise.
0: But shouldn't... I guess the thing about the Haunted Mansion is that as a kid, when I first went on all these rides, they were a thrill. They were exciting. Haunted Mansion was scary.
1: Scar- terrifying. I didn't want to go on it until I was probably 10 years old. Oh, yes. my gosh. Yes. It,
0: you know, yeah, as an adult, oh, yeah, okay, I've, I, I've been on it so many times now, it's just enjoyable because it's it's like comfort food
1: exactly we know that a nothing's going to happen to you Mm -hmm. but i do remember the absolute terror as a child and so i wonder if as many kids are afraid now as as we were maybe kids are more exposed to more stuff and they don't get scared by it i i don't know i would think i know for my my own children my youngest one was a little hesitant to do rides my older boy not so much so yeah maybe there's just a new element in kids today they're not as scared by stuff because they're exposed to more
0: Well, I think that you need to be a little scared.
1: (laughs) Fear is a good thing to have, right? It it is. It keeps a lot of us alive. (laughs) Right, exactly. It's a preservation instinct, right?
0: (laughs) Well, Haunted Mansion here in California is decorated currently as the Nightmare before Christmas.
1: Yep, they do that annually here, and you don't do that in Florida. And
0: they do not do it in Florida. I
1: wonder why, especially if they go to the trouble of having Halloween events. Why wouldn't they do that?
0: Uh, You know, I remember back 10 years ago when I had kind of been doing the Florida thing and the California thing, that it seemed to me that the two Haunted Mansions were a little different. And I had been on Haunted Mansion recently, and the inside of the Haunted Mansion is Almost the same, okay. As far as the layout goes, uh, one thing that they have in California, in Florida that's not in this haunted mansion is they have a uh, an Escher room, which is so cool. When you go up the you go up this area from um, from the downstairs to where you go up to the balcony where you're looking over the birthday party. Uh-huh. They have a room where it's the stairs, and they, you know that. Famous painting, yeah, the
1: M.C. Escher painting, yes, a, a, yeah, everything interlinks. Yes. Yeah,
0: all the stairs, and it looked right. Yeah. Then you see the footprints walking, the ghost footprints walking on stairs all over it, through this room.
1: Is it a direct copy of the Escher print, or it, is it?
0: It's like live. It's like a model.
1: I have to pay him for that like does that do you have to copyright or is that using copyrighted material if you use that in a site gag so to speak i don't know
0: but it is amazing how they did the layout that's of
1: interesting it. i don't and i was on that ride in florida i don't remember that I guess
0: it's, I it's relatively down. new they also changed the up they have an attic uh which we were went through in this ride but it's decorated for the with all the presents upstairs but they've put a a bride up there who kills all her husbands, ah, which is cool. Okay, and and they've also expanded the the queue in front of the place. Now in Flor in Florida, it's more like a castle, where here it's a New Orleans style house.
1: House, right? Yes.
0: And it, here you kind of walk up the front door of the house, where there you kind of get to the side of the castle. You almost feel like you're walking up a mountain. It's, it's a very different feels.
1: And what about your Small World? I know your Small World is just a regular ride in Fantasyland. It's not the big production number that it is out here. Yeah. And they don't decorate Inside for Christmas on Small World?
0: No, not that I remember. Oh. It's definitely not the same sort of... Um, I don't know. I don't want to say... Um, I don't know. I, I'm not really sure how you describe it. It's it's like... It, it's like it's just another attraction yeah.
1: at, at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. It's not standalone. It's blend it's blended into the other right. rides, right? Yeah. yeah. It,
0: it's a small world here in California is off on its own. I wouldn't even say it's in Fantasyland. Land. It's at the back of the park. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: And it's um it's a big clock. It's it's a, <coughs> a it's a spectacle.
1: Well, and it was built for the World's Fair, right? And and is that right? Brought, yeah, it was built for the World's Fair. I don't remember which expo. And then brought here. So, okay. and I remember for the longest time. Remember, the brides used to have sponsors. They yes. don't necessarily have sponsors anymore. Like it used to be, Bank of America used to sponsor. Okay. The it's uh,
0: a small world. Oh, that's that's true. Bank of America was the sponsor for a yeah. long, long time. I think in Florida they still have some brides that are sponsored, and definitely in other parks there are definitely sponsors.
1: Oh, they do that more often. Okay. Yeah.
0: So you do see that. I'm not sure what they get for being. You know, do they have to provide something? Like a, a good example of a sponsored ride is Mission Space, and also uh, at Epcot Center particularly. Uh, Eight Packer sponsors Mission Space. Oh. General Motors sponsors the, uh, <coughs> the the test track ride, which is pretty cool. Right. So, yeah, there's definitely sponsors of different rides. I think Kodak is sponsoring the Imagination Pavilion over there. Um, Who else? Those are the ones I can think of. Yeah, they've
1: kind of eliminated that here. And I, I guess it doesn't really matter, but it was something that I did remember taking note of when you were, especially on Small World, you'd come through at the end and it would say, you know, and, and when you bank at Bank of America, it's not a small world or whatever. So, yeah. Sure. <laughs> or, or it is. I, I don't know what their slogan was, but it was something supposedly catchy. So, I guess it's probably better. I mean, everything else is sponsored in the world. I don't know why they wouldn't sponsor all the rides, but it's kind of nice to have a moment without advertising.
0: Well, especially as much as you pay to get in. Right. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> for the general population, yes. But you will you will take the cake in Florida for your Hall of Presidents.
0: Oh, yeah. Because that's, a, that's, that's a, pretty a pretty
1: spectacular thing. Yeah. And then we've got our great moments with Mr. Lincoln, which is good. Uh-huh. But we don't have that whole presidential thing. And, and you were describing the Mark Twain and Benjamin Franklin oh, yeah. experience at Epcot. That's pretty cool.
0: That I'll tell you what. That is one ride or uh, attraction at Epcot Center that, I mean, it, it definitely, in my mind, is the, uh, the jewel Of the place, I mean, they've got all sorts of great stuff there. But if you go to Epcot Center and you don't see the American Adventure, then you you might as well just skip,
1: just pack it in, pack
0: it in, yeah, (laughs) because that's what it's all about. Because
1: that's what Disney does so great—they do the America thing,
0: right? That's absolutely
1: apple pie, Main Street, Disneyland. It they tie in patriotism that's not religiously based or in any way, you know. All oh, about God. It's just about Americana and fun and family. And they do it so well. It really gives you that um, I'm proud to be an American thing when you go to a Disney park.
0: Uh, yes. Yeah.
1: And I think they, you know, they respect things and they, they handle things. But like I was mentioning earlier to you, that there was a special flag raising and, and lowering on September 11th. And, you know, they just honor stuff like that. And I think that's pretty nice. And I don't think the Universal Parks do that at all. They've never done it here at the the Hollywood Park. So they just don't have that same feel.
0: Yeah, but, you know, Universal is really not, especially here. They're not trying, for years, they did not try to be a theme park in the way that Disney is a theme park. When you think about what Walt Disney set out to do when he built Disneyland, he wanted to have this place he could take his kids that was like a safe environment. That was going to be fun. Right. And that wasn't going to be filled with these, um, to use the term, carnies.
1: <laughs> right. You know,
0: people <laughs> that he felt were were questionable of uh, integrity. You know, and so he wanted to have this place that he could, you know, have, take his kids. Right. And other people could take their kids. And so he was able to figure out he could tie his artwork, his cartoons in with this theme park and he had already had things going on like tv shows like davy uh, crockett and other things like that yep. build lands based upon all of these exciting tv shows that they were working on and so it kind of played
1: and then what do you feel about walt disney as a human being like you know there's these rumors that he was anti-semitic and you know sort of rigid in that way. Like, what do you know about that? Do you have an opinion about that? Have you heard I, much of that? I,
0: I don't know a lot about that, but I mean, the CEO of Disney for like 10, 15 plus years was, was the Jewish guy, right? Eisner. Right. So. Right, exactly.
1: But I'm wondering, okay, so that maybe is an ultimate question and, and for another podcast, but yeah, in the way that Steve Jobs has been sort of defined after his death as being a micromanager, almost to an ogre extent, and then I think all of these unflattering things came up about Walt Disney after he passed. So, even though these people are geniuses and have designed and created businesses that A, will live forever and B, have touched so many lives, if they have this personal downfall or downfall in, in personality disorders, should we hold that against them or do we still get to appreciate their stuff?
0: Mm. Well, I think that if the flaws were, were so dramatic that we would, all, we wouldn't be buying their stuff.
1: Okay, I, I
0: really believe that if you know if, if Walt Disney was truly this super anti-Semitic and maybe anti, uh, let's say he was a you know didn't like black people and didn't right. like Hispanic people and all this kind of stuff. Believe me, it would be out there, and everybody would say, you know, screw Disney. But
1: do you think at the time that he was creating Disneyland and doing, you know, in the prime of his career, maybe, unfortunately, some of those traits were tolerated better than they would be today? I I
0: don't think so, because he was working in the Hollywood industry, and back in those days, uh, there were lots of Jews in the Hollywood industry. Right, right. You kind of had to get along with that crowd sure because you know the MGM Metro Gold uh Warner Jack Warner of Warner Brothers he, those were Jewish guys yeah. running these big studios
1: interesting huh you
0: know and, and back in the day it was the studio bosses that made or break broke you know careers so that's true you know I mean it was they a, called
1: all the shots yeah you know
0: if you were a a celebrity and you wanted to be in a, a movie you know you dealt with the studio.
1: Okay, so bottom line, if there is hard evidence, and it could be, like I said, Steve Jobs, Walt yeah. Disney, whomever, right. that they were this complete jerk, and we just didn't find out about it until now, and they had these, you know, they were just awful people, would you still partake of their products? Like, oh, well,
0: okay, well, I guess I do. I guess. I'm going to tell you, I, I straight up do, because I own a Ford, and we know that Ford was a total supporter of the uh, You know, uh, the American Nazi Party.
1: Henry Ford? Yeah. I didn't know this. Okay.
0: Yeah, he he, he hated the Jews and uh, felt that they were uh, a problem.
1: But you own a Ford. Okay. And
0: I I totally own a Ford. And that
1: doesn't factor in your decision as as to whether...
0: I bought two Fords. Okay?
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, that extreme could be said about owning a Japanese car. I mean, we didn't fight a world war against... or, Or we did fight a world war against Japan and... We still, a lot of us drive Japanese cars. So, either we're easy to forgive or we can put that part aside from the product.
0: But you know what? Eventually, and maybe certain aspects, like you look at Disney, uh, Mickey Mouse is Walt Disney's creation.
1: Uh-huh. But
0: there's a lot of creations that come out of the Disney corporate empire that are have nothing to really do. With Walt Disney himself, right? They, especially now, you know they own they own the stuff, and it's a big corporation. And yeah, you know the signature of Walt Disney's on all this stuff, but really, Walt Disney doesn't have anything to do with you know all you know ABC,
1: right? Right? You know, yeah, no, all those acquisitions came after way after his time. Sure, you know. and in fact, probably could be argued within the last. 40 years, maybe, he really hasn't had much to do with it.
0: When did he die? In the 60s, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... Well, he never saw a Walt Disney World in Florida right. actually open up. Right. So, yeah.
1: What did he die from? Do you know?
0: I don't... I'm
1: exactly. curious to know. He was a smoker. I hope he didn't have cancer. I don't know. It what, could what, what it would be. It would be. And now his brother Roy passed on, too. So, are right. there any remaining Disney... I,
0: I believe there's maybe not a brother, but I think Grand...
1: Grandkids Great kids to carry are, on the name. Yeah, that are are well, they involved?
0: I, I believe that somehow they are.
1: Yeah, well, I don't see why you wouldn't be. Yeah. It'd be a fun family business to be born into. Mm-hmm.
0: It'd be different than. But you know, else. but they're not. It's I, I don't know if it's a shareholding or exactly how they sit on the board or if they're how well they're involved in the the system. Right. But going back there to what the conversation is is that. Uh, I, I don't really think it matters that if you find out that somebody was bad, unless, you know, their product systemically um, creates or, or perpetuates the hate that they believed in. All right. Well, I guess that's
1: a good excuse to still partake of their... Yeah. You know. Okay, so that I works. Mean, yeah. I
0: mean, do I penalize all of the great Americans that are working to build Ford cars? Do I penalize, um, you know, the, the Japanese because we went to war against them in World War II or the Germans in World War II to, are they all, you know, just hating, hate, you know. Yeah.
1: They're, they're not Nazis now. So why would we hold that against them?
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, and.
1: But they were pretty bad Nazis when they were Nazis. Well, so. yeah. <laughs> An argument could be made that, you know, we should hold on to some grudges.
0: But I mean, the, the idea of a corporate world. That says that w- when you become a business like that, you now, you know, the business has a responsibility that's right. different, and so it does things different. Like, um, uh, it 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 deals with equal opportunity, and it 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 does it gives to charity, and it just does it just treats people with respect. It should good corporate players do that.
1: Good corporate. that sort of an oxymoron? Well,
0: hey. (laughs) I I, I think we played Occupied Disney today.
1: Occupied Disney. That's what we did. We occupied Main Street.
0: That's it. (laughs) Yes,
1: well, back to our original start of this show, which was all about Disneyland and how much fun it is. Yes. Uh, People definitely don't... You don't see too many people leaving that place unhappy. Everybody seems fairly satisfied with their experience. I hope for the most part. And... And it's nice. It's nice to see people happy and families having a
0: good time and people having fun. Can't get enough of it. Well, for TJ Talks, this is Judd signing off for both uh, myself and Teresa. Hope you enjoyed the show. Join us next week as we tackle that uh, fine, deadly sin known as lust. And check us out once again on our Facebook page. Tell your friends, and we will chat with you later.
1: As we're driving home from Disneyland And we're podcasting So Yeah It's a good day Don't you think?